9.30 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Monday, October 7th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Joining me, as he always does on Monday, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. And you can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, whole true, great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Now, Dave, we've got the task of breaking down and uh, putting the rest. Marshall's loss against Middle Tennessee. Then we can start looking ahead. Players are already looking ahead. We, however, are not. We will maybe start looking ahead in a day or two, but today we're going to take your phone calls. This is your opportunity if there's something about the game you didn't like. or You know what? There has been a lot of social media grief yes. over the weekend. Two or three places I looked, there was a lot of venting going on. Yeah, a lot of venting going on. It's uh, herd on herd crime is basically what's been <laughs> happening over the last few days. and A lot of people are upset. Yes. Fans are upset. A lot of it is because they thought that Marshall was better than Middle Tennessee. Yes. And guess what? Marshall is maybe as good as Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee a little bit better, or at least better execution. That was a big word right. we heard. Execution. Execution or lack of. And uh, more I thought about it after the game ended, I said, you got to hold on to the ball. The first pick, Marshall got it back on that touchdown to Xavier, uh, the long one to Armani Levis. They had one late that was they were gambling. So turnover-wise, it would be nice to cut them down a little bit, but uh, you've got to get the fourth down conversions and uh, five times inside the scoring zone coming up empty. That's going to hurt anybody. The only team struggling more maybe now is the team that's coming in here for, uh, this weekend. You want to rub some salt in the wound? Go ahead. You want to rub some salt in the wound? Go ahead. Okay. Rub it. Rub it. Defensive player of the week, Middle Tennessee senior Javante Moffitt, 14 tackles, two interceptions in that game against Marshall. So he is the conference player of the week on the defensive side of the ball. He played a heck of a game. He was he did the same thing last year. And, and the picks, he jumped the route the first one. He got one late in uh, making the tackles. And I think a couple times uh, he made tackles on those fourth down calls that they could have got a first down. And he was a man to uh, say, no, we're going to take over the ball and we're going to win the game. He was making plays. The yes. thing that uh, we heard that the players asked Famous last words, make plays, he did. He made plays. So, Thundering Herd now not controlling their destiny. And that's something else we heard on Saturday from the players. They still had it in their mind at the time that they control their destiny. They're going to win out. Uh, things happen. And I know that's probably the right mindset to have if you're a player. Just get ready for the next yeah. one. Have something to play for. Because Middle Tennessee controls Marshall's destiny right now. Yeah, because first rule uh, when it comes to tiebreakers is head-to-head. You know what happened last year, head-to-head, middle had it. And now they've got the head-to-head this year. So, Marshall, the wiggle room, as they mentioned, some of the players on Saturday is kind of dwindling, dwindling. You're having to take care of yourself and hope. You know, middle's got some tough games ahead, but right head-to-head they have you. Now, it's not impossible for the Slender no. team to bounce back and win out, but you've got to hope that Middle Tennessee loses twice. You have them lose twice and you win out, then you're going to be fine. Right. If that's not the case, though, you're hoping that some other things happen. You know, you don't want to have to wait and hope that somebody else gets you in the East Division title, gets you in the conference championship game. You don't want that. 
And how do you control that? Well, you win all your games. You win so your games. That's why I was a little surprised when they said, hey, look, we still control our destiny. No, you don't, but it's not over. That's the thing I will say. It's yeah. not over. It's tougher, that's all. It's not over, but it's tougher. Middle's been this route before when they did win the division, and Marshall's got to make those same steps. Uh, the wiggle room has disappeared a little bit, but there's still time to do it. Starting this Saturday when Old Dominion comes down, who if anybody's having worse times than, than maybe Marshall, it's them. But I read some things over the weekend after Western Kentucky goes and beats them. The natives down there are very restless as well. First time in a long time they didn't sell out. They did not sell out Saturday. It's their new stadium. That's the first time in a long time they haven't sold out. That, that's going to be a question coming up on Saturday yeah. as well. Uh, uh, what kind of crowd are we going to see for Marshall? We're going to be having our pregame show looking in the parking lot going like, well, there's nobody here and there's nobody coming. I don't know. We'll see what happens. If Mother Nature will cooperate and cool it down a little bit. But uh, there's a lot of venting going on out there. There's people going left and right. My tickets are done. I'm not going to renew. I'm not coming. If this is what i got to sit through, I'm not going to do it. And the only way to remedy that as I'm sure Doc has told him since they got on the plane. Hold on to the ball. Simple as that. Hold on the ball, cut down the turnovers, and we'll be fine. You see what happens when middle had none, they won. How do you fix that, though? I mean, it's easy to say, hey, hold on to the ball. That's easy right. to say. And, and Isaiah, if, if your guy can't catch it, make sure nobody can catch it. The first one, the guy kind of – I watched the replay. The guy kind of jumped the route. Then Armani comes back. Uh, the one late in the game, they were just they were throwing the ball on every down. They had abandoned the run because you're behind by 11. you got to throw. And they're playing like eight, nine deep, and they, they found a hole. So, really, the first one and the last one you kind of talk up. So, it's really a couple. You just got to hold on the ball when that chance comes. And when you get a fourth and one inside the 20 and Doc shows faith in his offense to go for it, you have got to convert. That's the way Cincinnati did it the other night. You see that fourth down and one. Coach Fickle said, hey, we're going to go for it. They made it. Game over. They ran the clock out. Game over. Okay, but are there not times where you look at that and go, all right, let's take the three. Let's just get the three and go and get, get them the next time. There's a couple, especially the first one, they had a chance and they didn't do it. And then the, the one, they kind of rolled the fake. I'm not sure it was. I think it was just a bad snap and they made something out of it. But there's Mr. Moffat there to make sure he's a couple yards short. So, you know, even, even the element of surprise, uh, Moffat was there. And it just seemed like middle was one of those days when your Marshall was playing uphill all day. Anything that could go wrong went wrong. Anything that could go right for middle went right. Okay, one time it happens, you understand it's against Cincinnati. They showed to be a really good team. Yes, they did. Second time it happens, you take on a middle Tennessee team that has been a tough opponent historically. This right. isn't news to anyone. No. You don't necessarily roll over Middle Tennessee all the time if you're Marshall. You don't have that history. No. So there's no, there's no surprise here. No. You know, we both had two weeks to get ready and Middle was coming off of two very tough games. You know, a couple of Big Ten games where they got beat. One ACC game they got beat, not only beat, but beat up. But uh, somehow, someway, Coach Doc still found a way to get the boys uh, huddled up and said, hey, we're just worried about Marshall. They're picked to win it. We're picked to defend it. And you see what happens. The defenders got the upper hand. Yeah, they're undefeated right now in conference. And, again, long way to go before it's all settled. But they've got to lose twice. If Marshall can run the table right. the rest of the way, they lose twice, then you're okay. Yeah, but if you don't, if you don't and they don't, then you're in trouble. But they have – I think there's a tough one coming this weekend. they got a tough one coming up. They go on the road to a West Division uh, toughie. And Old Dominion's coming here who is having a little more problems than Marshall, especially on the offense. They, they're just having a hard time scoring. 
we talk a little bit later on to the head quarterback himself, the guy yeah. in charge of the offense, yeah. Isaiah Green. Now, yeah. now, there's been talk, quarterback change. I, I don't – he was there today. Isaiah was at player interviews today. I don't think Doc will change. I don't think he's going to change either. I don't think he'll change. Nobody knows more than he does that the, the guy jumps around. He had one late in there. Nobody understands it more than he does. When he throws a football, if making sure if my guy doesn't get it, somebody in the third row gets it, and then he'll give it back. Do not let the opponent get the ball. Zazay on a short leash, do you think that Doc might consider if things don't go the way he thinks they should? I think, no, I think they're going to let him go. I mean, you're thinking last week, if they're ever going to make a change, when things were, especially in the second half, and nothing happened, so I'm thinking this week. And one thing about Isaiah, he did have almost 100 yards rushing. The little ride and read, he did pull it. I mean, I've pretty much given up hope. He did pull it. He did get it. He did make some yards. And I was kind of hoping there late in the game when they had those fourth downs that he would have pulled it one or two more times when everybody crashed in on the upper guy and he just walked away from him. But it didn't happen. Your quarterback goes 24-43 interceptions, 365 yards, one touchdown. He had a long of 75. He was also sacked two times. Is this the stat line of a quarterback that you pull, or is this the stat line of a quarterback that you clean up some things? I mean, just to be clean fair. Up. I would clean up because, I mean, I keep thinking almost 600 yards, and you, you, you get 13 points, none in the second half. They've got to find out how to get across the last stripe. I mean, 20 to 20 is one thing. They've got to get it across the final stripe to get some points on the board because they're used to doing that. And now the last three games – Second half has been so-so, so to speak. Boise only seven. Middle, you know, UC took it to you, and then uh, the other day, middle. Middle did the same thing UC did. Now, we got more on middle, more on UC than we did middle. Middle held them scoreless in the second half. Or Marshall held himself scoreless in the second half. We're going to talk to the players later on. We're also going to open the phone lines up for you. This is your opportunity. Do not waste it. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. To join us on the Miller Lite phone lines, you can do that next. I'm Paul Swan with Dave Walsh. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, for today's edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. We're taking your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 on the Miller Lite phone lines. Later on, we're going to hear from Isaiah Green and others as today was player day at Marshall University. Tomorrow, we're going to hear from Don Holliday, get his thoughts. But uh, today, a tough day. Talk to the players, Dave. We're going to hear a little bit of that later Probably on. Probably a little bit of turn the page. That one's history. Turn the page. Let's go to the next one. You know how the coach speak and the player speak, oh, they which is all you can do. They would love to turn the page. Yes. But then there's us. Yes. And then we won't let them. We won't <laughs> let them. Mondays after a loss, you think they're happy to see us there. They're there. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. We got to talk to these guys. And yeah. unfortunately, um, they, uh, they got to relive it just a little well, bit more. Because on Mondays, they look at the film. They right. see the film. So it's still fresh in their minds. They'll focus on Old Dominion tomorrow film-wise. But today was, I'm sure, about – seeing what they did right, what they did wrong, and you'll hear a little bit of that later. But the one thing you look at is this offense was able to move the ball except 
when it got down to the red zone. Yeah, they moved the ball 600 yards, and you're thinking, how does a team go 600 yards and not score but 13 points, two field goals, one touchdown on a 75-yard heck of a play by Armani Levias, and that's all they got. You got to find a way to cross the last stripe. That's the one that matters. You can go 20 to 20 all day. Defenses will give you 20 to 20. They will do their best to keep you from the 20 to the zero. They want you to go over in the red zone, and, and they had trouble. Middle capitalized, they didn't. Then you've got an Old Dominion team coming in here where they're one and four. Right. One they're also haven't won that since. Yeah, they're also zero and one in conference, and they had a rally against Norfolk State. They don't rally against them. Guess what? They're zero and five coming in here. Right. And so. That's a team you look defensively. They're pretty good defensively. They haven't had the, the success they want, but defensively they're going to be fine. This is going to be a solid team. It's going to be a challenge for the Thundering Herd. Offensively, they haven't had that breakthrough performance yet. And you look at Marshall, offensively you would think, okay, here's the stat line. You see Isaiah Green, he gets over 300 yards. Okay, things are going. you got two runners on the ground with over 100 yards, and that's Knox and Green. You're thinking, okay, offense is moving. They're churning and they're getting yards, and then you have all those mistakes. Marshall, if they can clean that up, should be able to beat Old Dominion. If they can't clean that up. Uh Again, we also thought and said that Marshall should beat Middle Tennessee. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And now we're thinking they have opened as a favorite. And Old Dominion has had trouble scoring. They only got three points, I think, again this week. I mean, Western's been a surprise of the league. Old Dominion might be one of the disappointments because a couple years ago there were ten wins. They are excited. And right now they've had hard times. And their natives, I was reading my paper that I used to take when I was growing up down there, their natives are not happy either. First time in a long time that I think they didn't sell the stadium out. I know it's new. They made a little bit bigger. But. They're not going to go watch only three points. I mean, Western did enough to win the moment. And the fans said, hey, if this is all we're going to see, then we're, we're, we'll find another way to spend our money. Yeah, and that's going to be the same thing we might see at Jones C. Edwards Stadium on Saturday. If the weather's not good. That will be a challenge if it's not good. And it's going to cut the crowd, I'm sure. This isn't a game in which Marshall fans are probably excited about. It's Old Dominion. Right. And I would think, hey, Old Dominion. That's a pretty good program, even though the record doesn't indicate that. I like playing Old Dominion. Right. I do basketball too. especially. I right. like playing them in basketball, and they're close. This isn't going to be Marshall's primary rival by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, it's a good game to have, and it's a good game geographically. Hurt fans can travel back and forth, but, again, there just isn't that wow factor, that excitement factor that, oh, hey, Old Dominion's coming in the way you had with Cincinnati. So that's going to cut the crowd down a little bit. Yeah, both teams are 0-1, both teams on losing records on the overall, and you're going to go, huh, a little bit of a downer, so to speak. And, and, and Marshall, one way they can right the ship is on Saturday, find how some way to, to outscore Old Dominion and, and head on down to play the lane train. But they've got to take care of Old Dominion first, fix the mistakes, throw the ball to the right people, take advantage of your offense. You know, the defense only gave up 24. But middle will tell you at the same time, they didn't turn the ball over. They took advantage of their chances when they got them and rose to the occasion when they had to stop Marshall. What's it going to take for the fans to come back around? Because, again, and of course, this is all anecdotal. Social media is uh, very loud and amplified. Yes. Heard fans, at least on social media, get on social media to, yeah. to voice their displeasure. There's a couple places I looked, and they were venting. So they care. They care. And you were hearing Doc's got to go. You hear Isaiah's got to go. Uh, neither one of those are going to happen. Doc's going to be out there. Isaiah's going to be out there. And, and as long as he throws it to the right people, takes charge of the huddle, 
they'll be fine. Because the defense, just 24 the other day. I know how I got 33, but that was that one long run. So defensively, outside of Cincinnati, they haven't done a bad job. They have not done a bad job. They're doing enough to give them the chances to win the game. But when you only score 13, you go blank for a half, you're not going to win. Or you're going to win very seldom. If you only can get 13 for a game and zero points and a half, it doesn't work that way. Now, you're talking about a Middle Tennessee team that also very successful in their conference openers. They've only dropped one since they've been in Conference yeah, USA. I mean, something's working for them. And they've been successful against the Herd before. This isn't new. <laughs> no, they were used to winning. And then the way they're playing now, it doesn't matter where they play, Huntington or Murfreesboro, they find a way to win. As Doc would say, they find a way to win the game. Old Dominion coming in here. We're going to have player interviews coming up in a few minutes. So we're going to hear from Isaiah Green, get his thoughts. Uh, Brendan Knox, we'll hear a little bit from him as well. Uh, so we've got a collection of players that we talked to today. So we're going to get their thoughts on what happened, what needs to be done to fix it. Because Saturday was make plays, make right. plays. And you can only hear that so much. Make After a plays. while, it's a broken record. And if I they make the play Saturday, somehow, some way, find a way to take down the lane train, you know who's coming the following week. And they could be undefeated in the league, whoever will saw that coming. So that would be, here comes the red jerseys from your place we don't like. We'll see what happens. But first and foremost, take care of the Monarchs. We're going to have player comments when we continue. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1124, I'm sorry, 1125 Fourth <laughs> Avenue. There you go. You would have found it, 1125, 1124. You would have found it. Not that much <laughs> of a difference there, but here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 Fourth Avenue in Huntington, where, of course, the Monday special, we haven't talked about that. That's why we've got our, our loyal crowd here today, because we've got $2 call oh, shots, $1.50 domestic bottles every Monday. We've got Monday night football coming up tonight. The Browns. Do I care? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. I guess you don't. Do I care about the, the state? Do I care about the NFL? There's a lot of people that are, one of the things I read today is that NFL is still fighting with the thing. How do we fill the seats? There's a lot of empty seats at ballparks, well, and we know why. Here's, a, here's an idea. Win games. Win some games and, and don't charge $800 a ticket. But you got to pay the salary some way, and that's the fan. Would you believe I had tickets to the game on Sunday for Cincinnati? Did you or did you not? I did not go. That would have been painful, too. I did another not. L, another L. I was thinking about it, like, what, what would possess me to go <laughs> up there? Because you kind of knew what was coming. Yeah. It was way. not on television. It was on radio, so I was listening to it, following it that way. Yeah. I was doing other things. Yeah. I actually took advantage of just not going up and there. And you're probably going like, okay. I made the right you, decision. You can live with that. Yeah. I, I made the right decision here. Exactly. But it's, it's different. It's different when you're a pro football fan because I don't have anyone yelling at me that you're not a true <laughs> fan. No. No, but, I mean, I know what you like them. And right now they're having a tough time, not quite as tough as the Redskins, who fired their coach today. But that would have been a up and back almost three hours for, for nothing. The Bengals, that would have been a tough trip. Hopefully they can get right this week. We'll see. We'll see. But that's another show, another day. <laughs> we will continue with player interviews when we come back from break. It is The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I am the best. I like that. I am you the are. best. I am the best. You got the trophy to prove it. Well, the hardware or something, wherever you 
stored it. It doesn't matter. I don't need a trophy. I'm the best. That's right. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Uh, today was an opportunity to catch up with players because we had to talk about this game. I know they want to move on. Yeah. They want to move on. But I said, uh, here comes Paul. We yeah. can't move on just yet. Yeah, they, they <laughs> definitely want to move on. So, uh, what do you think the focus should be this week, Dave? Well, they're focusing on ODU for one thing. Isaiah's going to focus on throw it to my guys, not their guys. And the offensive line's going to go, we got to find one way or another to get an extra yard if it comes down to that. We cannot put up 600 yards and 13 points. That's not the subscription or prescription for victory. Well, we had a chance to catch up and talk to some of these guys and kind of ask them what the focus is going to be for them this week. And uh, we start with nose tackle Nolan Lanier. And that was my question to him. What's the focus this week? We just focus on getting better, learning from our mistakes, and go out and practice and practice hard. And then always remember what happened last week and get better from that. So they're taking this and they're going to try to get better from it. That's his focus. One of the players last week said, you always learn from an L. There's something to be learned from an L. They're going to learn and move on to the the, the Monarchs. Correct the mistakes. They've seen the film when you – Right offhand, you're guessing, but after the film, you're, you're running it back and forth, back and forth, and you're going like, shouldn't block here, shouldn't do that there. They'll get it straightened out. They the will same, get it straightened out. Yeah, that was the same question I had for Kane Madden. Just uh, wanted to know what the focus is going to yeah. be this week. Um, the main focus is we got to finish. we got to finish on offense. That's the main thing. We've been in, was in the red zone four to five times, came up with no points. So if you, if you can't do that, you can't win. So we just got to work on about finishing drives and holding them to the ball and Anytime you can't finish and score or win the game, it's frustrating. But it's just it's football. I mean, it's an awkward, awkward shaped ball. It can, it can do anything, but uh, it is frustrating. But it just it happens. A point there. Yeah. It's not um, something you can gras- grasp on too easy, right? Everyone yeah. will be doing it. Yeah, exactly. But he said it's, if it's fourth and one, we got to find a way to make one plus. Fourth and ten, we got to wait and convert. We got to stay on the field and score and get the offense going, and the defense get their three, get them off the field, and that will be their prescription for victory. Tight end Armani Levias talked to him earlier today also and just uh, wanted to find out from him what needs to be done. Just throw and catch. You know, uh, we got to catch the ball, and we need the quarterback to keep doing what he's been doing is just giving us the ball. You know, uh, definitely was a tough loss. Like we left, we left a lot of – things on the table. That's the great thing about practice. We can um, correct those mistakes and get better. Sounds like he's behind his quarterback. No problems there. He's putting the, you know, Isaiah's putting the ball where it's catchable. It's just we got to catch it. And now he talked about the touchdown. I remember him saying, you know, people think he might be on the slow side. No, he made a nice one-handed grab, made sports center highlights, and then he took off down the sideline. So he made the play, and that's what Doc and all the players are talking about. Somebody's got to step up and make those plays more often than not, and they'll get the W. Running back Brendan Knox, he was a little bit more positive. I asked him what his impressions was, what he thought when he saw the game. I like I like what we put out, you know, on tape, you know, outside of, you know, the little mental mistakes and, you know, things of that sort. You know, 600 total yards of offense is, I think, you know, the best we've had this year. So, you know, great in that aspect. But, you know, we just got to execute. Comes back to execution. I mean, he's, he's pointing out, right. look, we, we got yardage. We were able to move the ball. We just couldn't execute in certain points. You just got to get the final couple of yards. 
if it's fourth and one, you have to get two. Fourth and two, you have to get, find a way to get three and not let middle or whoever you're playing that way get the compass that we stopped them again. They walk off with head held high. You walk off head held low. That's not the way to do it. No, and I don't want to sugarcoat it because a loss is a loss. Yeah. And you make mistakes, and those were crucial mistakes, but at the same time, it wasn't as if this team couldn't move the ball. Right. I mean, you have 600. You can move it. As you said, and I've said, hey, 20 to 20, how many times have you seen teams go 20 to 20? Fine. The last 20 yards, hard to come by. you got to score touchdowns, not a field goal, not a miss, something. you got to put six on the board when you get down there. So I wanted to get Brendan's impressions uh, in that last question. This question I asked him. I just wanted to find out, follow up with him. So what needs to be done? Uh, definitely just fix mistakes, you know, from last week and, you know, weeks before that. And, you know, just find a way to, you know, just pull through. He said, remember this time last year, he wasn't even on the radar. He didn't even go on the radar until the Charlotte game, so he, he knew where he's coming from. He got 16, 18 touches. I've got to get him 25 to 30. you got to ride the horse. If he's the man, hey, I know they like to rotate and things of that nature, but, hey, Brendan's a young gentleman. He'll get better uh, as time goes on. He'll take a week to get better to the next week, improve health-wise. Turn him loose. If you got the gun, shoot it. He's right at 100 yards this game, and he's feeling like I'm doing my job. I'm yeah. going out there. I just need to go out and do more probably yeah, is what he's just got to get the last yard or yards to keep the drive alive, to keep the scores alive, to make sure the other team is going, uh-oh, we're in trouble. Middle never – I doubt if Middle Tennessee honestly said they never felt they were in trouble. They dodged – you know, they, they bent the old bend but not break routine, but they never felt – they were in trouble. They always had the upper hand. The quarterback himself, Isaiah Green, um, talked to him. And Monday's film day. They take a look at the game, and then they put it away. They focus on Old Dominion. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> and so I wanted to get his thoughts on what that game film looked like to him. It was it was frustrating to watch because, you know, it's it's not like we was far off. We had We moved the ball. We had everything we wanted. It, was, it wasn't hard for us to move the ball. We just got to finish drives. And I think it was a couple throws I wish I had back, you know. But, you know, I just gotta, we just got to learn from it. You got to learn from it. That's, yeah. that's I mean, his thoughts. The first interception, their guy made a good play. I went down, I'm going to cut, and their guy jumped the route and made the pick. That happens. He would like to throw it away or something, but, you know, learn from that one. If he's read him and go, go plan B, go to the next receiver because they're doubling over here. Go to somewhere else. Somebody on their receiving core has to step up. They had some guys make some catches, but I still haven't seen the fact of like a Tyree Brady, a Tommy Shuler. Give me the ball. Get me the ball. I will find a way to get open. Get me the ball. We'll win the game. Now the next question to Green is basically to follow up on that because we hear these guys say, hey, we got to get better. we got to execute. we got to do this. So wanted to know, hey, how do you get better? How do you make corrections? Right. Uh, maybe I maybe I do need to watch a a little bit more film or I don't know I practice hard every every practice so I don't think that's the problem you know I think they they did a good job of disguising some stuff you know they did a couple of different things that we didn't see on film and, you know they caught me off guard a couple of times. Now just to, and just in the, to be fair to Isaiah when he said he needs to watch a little bit more yeah. film, I asked him. You know, it was a longer question, right. but I asked him basically, "Hey, what do you need to do? Do you need to go out there practice, work on some things a little bit more? Do you need to watch a little bit more film? Do film study?" And so he's replying to me on that. Just to be fair to him, yeah. not him just saying, "Look, I, I didn't watch film." He's, maybe a little more, but like when that guy jumps route, don't throw the ball. 
that guy, I can see your guy turns, you throw it, and the guy that made the pick was the guy coming up. Not That guy was beat. It's the guy jumped the route. He knows what's coming. Isaiah knows what's coming. Go to play, go to the all, a secondary receiver, the third receiver, because if you're getting doubled over here, somebody is open somewhere else. You're getting one-on-one somewhere. Find him. So he mentioned that they did some things different. Everybody does that. They're going, you know, I'm sure Old Dominion is going to come in with a wrinkle or two. So what did they do different is what I asked of Isaiah. You know, usually on film, the safety, he comes and fits into the box. But that time he fit down and he ran my eyes and he ran straight to, straight to the uh, single receiver side and, you know, made a great play on me. That's the safety, making the play. Making an adjustment. He read his eyes and Isaiah took him to the ball and the guy made the play on it. Normally he says the safety's here. He made a different move. We didn't. We weren't quite ready for that one, and and they got rewarded. Marshall got burned. And I do apologize. That was a Grant Trailer question. Uh, so I don't want to take credit. Okay. I don't want to take credit for Grant's question. But still, was, it's a good answer. Yeah, it was a good question. It was a good answer there. And then um, you know, just Green talking about how do you make corrections? You know, we got to lock in and focus better. And you know, those those small errors are turning into big plays for us. That's what I meant when I said we're not we're not far off. Like. We didn't play as bad as, you know, people think. You know, it wasn't a terrible performance, but it was just a handful of plays that made the difference. I mean, that made the difference in, in the whole game. That's true. A couple of picks and a fumble and middle not turning the ball over, taking care of the ball. They get 24, Marshall gets 13. They, they just got to find a way to get it across the goal line. The 20 to 20 is not good enough. The last 20 yards, you got to find a way to get seven, not three or not zero. Finally, we had a chance to catch up with Brandon Drayton in this game. Also, wanted to ask him, hey, what do you take away from this game? Uh, just the little things. I feel like all three phases, we didn't really execute special teams. We we had a few plays that we watched this morning that we left out there uh, defensively, like missed tackles, getting off the field on third down. I mean, it felt like it was a little better on third down, but still, like, we wasn't executing uh, on, like, the uh, – what it's called? When, I don't know, after they got a turnover, you know what I mean? We, we didn't stop them. Like, they had to kick a field goal or score a touchdown. So, sudden change, sudden change. So, we just got to get off the field a little better on the defense, defense side of the ball. Yeah, and the tackles he was talking about, I think it was O'Hara who broke Drayton's tackle, had him for a loss, got out of his hands, and went in for the touchdown. So, instead of having a loss, he gets him for a touchdown. And Brandon's going, I've got to bring him down. I've got to bring him down, find some way to make them settle for three instead of letting him get in for seven. And that leads me to my next question for Brandon when I was talking to him is, uh, what do you do to improve execution? Uh, really, I think it comes from practice. You know, we just got to practice better as a team, you know, pick, like, fix those little things and practice so it don't show up uh, on Saturdays in the game. A lot of film study as well. Try to study. Yeah, yeah, lock in a little better. Like, everybody, it's the whole team. We just got to lock in. Yeah. On defense, I'm sure it, each person has a responsibility, and they got to make sure they answer to that responsibility. Let one guy slip, you pay. We'll take and your – go ahead. Drayton breaks you – know, he gets out of his tackle, and the guy gets a touchdown. If he makes the tackle, they may have to kick a, th a three-pointer. Who knows? We will take your phone calls on the other side of the break, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of the program. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you today. The Union Pub and Grill, the place where we're at tonight. We've got, guess what, football tonight. Yes. The Cleveland Browns, 2-2. Two and two. Can you believe it? 2-2. Two 2-2, and two. Two and two. winless at home, perfect on the road. They're playing against the 49ers who are undefeated with a quarterback that used to be in New England. He went to... 49erville and they're doing fine i don't know which team i don't like more in that game <laughs> uh, i'll briefly spin it but there's other things i'll be watching football's not like you mentioned that's not utmost importance to watch it the sun will come up tomorrow whether i watch it or not you're not going to watch the, the browns tonight? no nope. i'll leave it for the people up north to watch okay i may spin the dial but there's other shows i like that i'll be watching you'll be watching the mass senior tonight that's what you're going to be watching no i don't watch him <laughs> i have there's the uh, 911 show okay and uh there's another one that I watch. Uh, I forget. It escapes me right now. But there's some interesting ones. Interesting ones. I will spin it on occasion when there's a commercial. Okay, we are digging into the psyche of Dave Walsh here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Yeah. And uh, you know what? You can come by the Union Pub and Grill and take advantage of $2 call shots, $1.50 domestic bottles all day long every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. You can probably watch a little baseball. We've got baseball action going on as we speak. We also have football action tonight. I mean, it's pretty cool. we got baseball going on while we're on the air. So yeah. we're watching a little bit of that right now. So I that's what some of the – Some of his TVs are into that baseball game. Why wouldn't it be? Why not? How great is it just to be able to just say, hey, you know what, I, I'm going to go get a late lunch and take off and go watch baseball. Exactly. Exactly. Listen to it, watch it, do something. I don't think we're going to have that much longer because uh, all these series look like they're winding down. But uh, as far as baseball action is concerned – uh, keeping an eye on everything, uh, it's um, it's interesting if you look at what the Rays and Astros have done their last few games, and then the Rays turned around today. Yeah, 10-3. That was the game you heard earlier on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And then right now, top of the seventh, you've got the Brave leading Cardinals four game. I'm sorry, four to three. Atlanta does lead the series two games to one. Atlanta would like to get this one and get out of it, get it over with. Like Houston would have liked to do that, but no, they got beat up. So tomorrow, and I just happened to look at the TV, they're going to give the ball to Verlander on short rest. They want to close the door tomorrow. He probably just wants the ball. He says, he probably went and said, give me the ball. And you're going to tell him no? A guy like that, no. Dodgers taking on the Nationals tonight. Uh, L.A. leads that series two games to one. Then the Yankees and Twins. Yankees lead that series two games to none, and that will take place tonight, 840 and we'll have that on our sister station, Cat Sports, 93.3 and 1340. As tonight, we've got Monday Night Football between the Browns and the 49ers. So that'll be our action. And I'm going to skip all of that tonight. <laughs> I'm going to skip all skip of that. Skip it all? I'm skipping it all. Yeah, I have some things to watch. And other than that, a few things to type on and, um, and go from there. I'm watching the Sabres and the Blue Jackets tonight. Is that plus or regular? That is plus. Okay. Actually, I'm taking advantage of the plus. Okay, because I know... FS Ohio and a couple of them right now. The dish people are having a hard time getting squared away on that one. So, Blue Jackets and Cavaliers, I'm not seeing much of them right now. I got the None. Room. You, so, you have dish. Yes. I have the direct. Okay. I don't have that problem right now. Okay. You don't. I do. It's one of those things that they're they're trying to work out the deal, and you know how that is. It's going to be passed on to me. Whatever my bill is, add a few dollars, and we might get it back. But I do miss – I like to watch the Jackets, and I love to watch 
the uh, call-in show with Bruce. I love to watch with him when he's on, but right now I don't have that choice. I do not have the choice. I'm getting smart. I'm debating the center ice package, Dave, but uh, here's, the, here's my, my fix for that. I had the sports pack on DirecTV. Usually right. I don't carry it, but I'm carrying it this time around. Um, I just catch the replay of my game. There you go. If I want to watch it, I can just probably catch the replay. Right. And there we go. I'm good. Yeah. Just don't tell me the score. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell me the score. Turn I'm, away. Yeah, I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. Put your ears happen. closed or something. Exactly. I'm going to close Twitter. I'm going to close yeah. Facebook. And I don't know. Maybe I'll watch the Masked Singer until the, you know, the game's on replay. Well, you watch those commercials of the Masked Singer, and they act so stunned like who it is. And I'm going like, really? I mean, you kind of think. But um, that's entertainment. No, you know, it's and not. That's and what, that's what Marshall <laughs> will try to do Saturday, entertain those who decide to come and give them a reason. That's so, all you can do. So we've gotten to the point where we're comparing Marshall to the Max Singer. Mask Singer. We're yeah. in trouble. We are in trouble. <laughs> you really think I have yet to watch the Mask Singer. You really think, uh, not, to, not to get you off uh, that topic, but uh, you really think the fans are going to show up for this one? I'm projecting right now less than 20. Okay. Especially if Mother Nature intervenes and goes, you know, gets a little wet, gets a little rainy, whatever, who knows. Only way to fix things is you take care of Old Dominion somehow, some way, go down and take down the lane train, and when Western comes to town, get back to normal. You have to, you've you've given reason to bolt. Now you got to give us a reason to come back. Fans are fickle. I'm one of the same things. I mean, I was thinking, hey, they're going to get the access bowl, and now that that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. The MAC and Conference USA not happening. It's not happening. You, but you had your chance. There well, was I don't Boise. think that was going to happen anyway because yeah. you're, you mentioned Boise, after Boise, and then you still have an uphill battle because if you were undefeated in Conference USA and someone else was undefeated in – The AC then. Right. Yeah. Or in the Mountain West. Right. You still have to battle those teams and the perception that Conference USA is a weaker conference right. because, you know, what's the Ohio win getting you? Yeah, you know, they – Go to committee meetings behind closed doors. Who knows what happens when they come out and explain, well, Marshall, this one, the other team got it. Marshall gets the conference championship and and a bowl, but not the one that they hope to get. But that ship has sailed. They've got to still try to win the conference, but I think those other things have long gone, and now it's focused Old Dominion and Old Dominion only. Now, this game this week is going to be on stadium. Okay. So fans can watch this one at least a little bit better than they can on Facebook Watch. Is that findable? Depends on where you're well, at. I mean, Facebook the other day, I watched it. I mean, I had it on the computer, had it on the phone. I mean, it came in. It said, I typed in the game situation. It live, hit the button, and boom, there it was. There were like a play behind. Uh, when I joined you in the studio, Steve Cotton was calling the action. I was like, well, anyway, we ran that play. We were play ahead so we could bet. <laughs> Bet you don't score. Bet you don't make the first thing. No, no, no. It's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. No, I, uh, I always, I default to radio. Yeah, I really do. It's not to. It's not because I work in radio. I just prefer radio. No, and it's and it's immediate. It's not a play later, or two plays later, or whatever. It's right now. Yeah, I try to sometimes listen to the radio call when I'm in the press box. I got to keep it a little low so I don't disturb other people while right. they're working. But I prefer the radio call. Yeah. Of course, people like video. They like the pictures. They like the video of the game, watching it on TV. And of course. 
it's very difficult when it's on Facebook Watch uh, for people to, to maybe do that. get it. Yeah, because broadband is not necessarily the most prolific thing in the state of West Virginia, let alone um, in rural areas of even Cabell County or, no, but or I was Wayne able County. To find, I was able to find it, and when I joined you in the studio, you had it on too. Yeah. Things were not going well as we had hoped, but you at least had it. The stadiums to broadcast this week, of course, the preferable way to see this game is be at the be stadium. There. Yeah. Be there. Mother Nature cools things down, doesn't rain, come watch. They need support to get things righted, get things going the right way, get the ship righted, because right now it's a little tough. They're still stinging from the loss. And you got somebody coming in stinging worse than you are, and you can't let them get up off the deck at your expense. True, but it is fair criticism of fans to say, look, I don't like what I'm seeing. If that's not, what they don't want to do, I'm then they won't back. do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I not can, coming I back. respect their decision. I don't maybe not agree with it, but that's their job. You know, their call. I can go or not go, and if they don't go, then so be it. Yeah, I would never be the person to play the I'm a better fan than you card, which I've seen that play oh, a yes. few times. A lot of times. If someone doesn't like what's happening on the field, then they decide not to go. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's their personal choice. That's it. And you can't fault them for that because it's okay to, if you feel that things aren't going the way you would like them to right. go, it's okay for you to express yourself. Yeah. The only way to fix it is, is, is get it going the right way right. and give them a reason to even consider coming. Hey, it's, it's incumbent upon the football team to, to give. Two-way street. Yeah, it really is because yeah. – if they're not entertaining and you're not entertained, why are you there? Exactly. That's one thing about years ago when Bobby Pruitt was running the show. It was entertainment. They were, and people were entertained. Now they had weapons with Randy and guys like that, but, hey, you were entertained. For Gabriel Sellers back in the studio, for Dave Walsh, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.